Has Seattle ever officially apologized for Macklemore? Did I miss it? Did you guys do that yet? They, they still like him. Oh, God. It's get, worse you, than I imagined. You still, still get people who run into him on the street and like, hey, I saw Macklemore. You guys, you guys gave birth to grunge, man. You can't, you can't have that on It's good. It's a balance. It's it karma. Got to take the good with the bad. You've got Jimi Hendrix, grunge, Pearl Jam, and that other guy. <laughs> What you rocking to right, right now, Ro? Uh, I, I went back to, uh, got my, I was in the 30s when last time I heard this band with a new album. Uh, Tool has a new album out. And Is it good? I, I need to, I really want to. If you like Tool, it's good. It's been 13 years. And I'm like, oh, yeah. They're done for side projects and they came back to make some money. But the album's pretty decent. Yeah, it's, it's, it just brought me down the old down the road when i had hair i'm like oh yeah cool let's go have they released any music videos with a little claymation creature made out of cookie dough killing his mother yet <laughs> that's coming out next week i bet it is um how about how about some intros joe you want an intro oh, man see that's that's why joey you need to be in charge of this and you actually are i'm just the one talking you're right intros are necessary uh robo at Seattle Rams underscore NFL. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on, kids? At Ellie Rams, Rams, Rams. Joey the Jerk. Hello, sir. Thank you for doing that. Hi, everybody. I'm Joey the Jerk. Uh, welcome to our podcast. Higgs, wow. That's, see, Joey? You're good wow. at this. Um, we, had, wow, we had foosball. Wow. This is uh, going to come out tomorrow. Foosball. September 5th, uh, at the conclusion of the Packers-Bears Thursday Night Football game. A phenomenal game. It should have fi- No, you say that. Yeah, that's because they only scored 10. It should have finished 13-3 to as any gentlemanly game of football should. Um, <laughs> right. We were close. Uh, we, we had a lot of stuff this week. We haven't even gotten to Friday with the final injury report, which hopefully is going to be bereft of any real news. The Rams look... Uh, you know, completely invisible on the injury report. We don't have much. Well, we got to see what happens with Trey Turner from the Panther side. But really, the stories this week was the contract extensions. We had two come out of the blue. Obviously, the first one, the biggest one, the record setter, Jared Goff. Joey, you got to go first on this, man. We we locked down Jared Goff. We locked down our system QB. This happened. Yeah, it did. And everybody's taking it really well. I feel like the press is just like a big fan of the signing. Everybody really supports the uh the playing style of Jared Goff. I feel like yeah. everybody just really thinks that he's a top five quarterback and deserves all the money. So, I mean, next topic, right? There's no questions that anybody has. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has questions. Okay. Moving on. Well, I, I think that my main takeaway, I, I guess, beyond all of the noise is that Jared Goff is going to be an LA Ram for, for six years. And you could talk about the money. You could talk about system QB, all that sort of bullshit. But uh, the big thing is, is that he, is now going to be on this team if they want him to be um, for six years. And wh- wh- what that means to me is that when people talk about what they could have done, like letting Goff go and just start over again, and that being a sort of practice, like if you don't hit ultimate 100% pay dirt on a quarterback, which is like, I think so like, critical of someone like Jared Goff because you're basically expecting like why is our second year quarterback not throwing 50 touchdowns a season like these expectations yeah. are ridiculous of what you want your now going into a, a, a fourth season for a quarterback and this expectation that you're just gonna trade up you're gonna trade two first round picks and a second round pick 
for a, a, a top three pick to get some young quarterback, and you just do that once the rookie contract expires and just keep doing this, like nobody is, has done this before. But for some reason, now within the ether of like NFL talking heads, experts, people think that this is a viable option. Like Doug Farrar is talking about this as if like, you know, what the Rams should have done is even though they could win a Super Bowl in the next couple of years, they should just start over. And I just think yeah. this is bullshit. And I think it's a stupid logic and it's in this culture where everybody needs to have a take. And I feel like the take right now on Jared Goff is that he's, you know, he's fine. And for, he's 24, for he's 24, but also he represents a huge trade. One of the biggest trades in the franchise of the Rams by acquiring him and also just being a first round pick. And then now they're giving him this, this, this huge extension. So, the Rams are treating him like him, treating him like like he is the um, you know, the Hall of Famer. Just you know, like amazing, everything is is perfect about this quarterback moment. But I, I think that's where the, where the qualifications of of what it takes to give somebody a big contract. I think it's kind of a little bit of pie in the sky the way people kind of look at this because they want it to be. Um, like, oh, well, it needs to be Tom Brady. It needs to be the sort of like godlike figure for them to give him this money. But that's not how the league's working anymore. It's just, when was the last time you have a, a, a chance to make a contract? I mean, Derek Carr got all this money, right? And mm-hmm. we've been hard on that. But also, I mean, I think Carson Wentz was a really big risk with his health, with his health issues. I mean, these guys are all making money. I mean, I, I feel like the way they talk about Goff is kind of, I think, silly because I think the one fair criticism can be is if there's a if there's if there's a hack to stop Jared Goff, which is disguising a defense for so so Sean McVay can see it and he tells he tells Goff what to do and then the fifteen seconds run off on their mic and then you change your scheme. And you change your look and you confuse Goff. If that's the way to fix him, congratulations. The the, the Rams the Rams got hosed and they got they got this quarterback that, that can't that can't fucking play football. But I don't think that's the case. I, I I think that Jared Goff could learn and I think being in the system, he's gonna become a smarter player every game he plays with with this team. And it's not just Sean McVay. It's not just Oh, we got this genius coach, and we got Goff. I mean, he also has this amazing team around him, and he has just so much talent. So I just think it's just a good team. I think he's a great player. I think that it's part of I think the the culture of the team is having a sort of um, you can't call him an underdog, but. There's 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 an accurate term for for what Jared Goff is, how he fits into just the LA sports Ooh, scene. What is it? I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> just I don't, I don't have it. I need you guys to help me help God me. Damn it. What? That's the worst trailer ever. <laughs> know, right. There's this movie. It's set in space. That's all. That's I got. Walk Phoenix putting paint all over his face, acting weird. The movie is villain. Oh no! Know, right. Yeah. What do you think, Robbo? I'm interested to see what you, you, to hear your thoughts on the golf extension. Uh, you know what? I totally get it. Now, 
Am I thrilled about the, all the money th they threw his way? Uh, the guarantee scares me just because injury, things like that. It's like you know, they're they're really putting everything onto this, and if it, if if something happens, you know they're they're they're, they're you know we're back to Austin Austin Davis starting for a couple of years for us. But that's the reality with any quarterback, right? That that's just kind of it's like. Do you, you guys get yeah. that? Like, like, you know, like they have a huge yeah. investment there, and if something happens, they're going to be screwed for a while. But isn't that with any quarterback and the contract they have? I mean, look at look at some of the contracts that are out there. Uh, Russell Wilson has 140 million. Um, Aaron Rodgers 134. Carson Wentz 128. Matt Ryan 150. Jimmy G in San Francisco 137. Matt Stafford 135. Uh, Derek Carr 125. Who's Jimmy G's? Yeah. Oh, Jimmy, San Francisco's quarterback. Chesty crossed a lot. <laughs> So they didn't give him money that other guys aren't getting, right? So it's they're all on the same boat. I'll go back to Jared Goff. He's 24 years old. He's been in the league for three years. Throw one year out because it was under Jeff Fisher. And, you know, you want to hold that against him, fine. But look at the last two. He's improved every year, 3,800 yards. Next year, 4,600 yards. Uh, touchdowns, 28-32. Uh, pass rating, 100 to 101. Uh, completions, um, everything is improving. He's 24. Do you think one of the brightest coaches in football might be able to get more out of him with time? I'm going to bank. Yeah, probably so. Is there a chance he can regress? Maybe. Sure. I'm not. I, I'm going to trust in what they've already done. They've already they've already shown what they can do two years in a row. He's improved every year. Uh, more time with the guy. I, I I don't see what there is to complain about here. Sure, Doug, the Doug Ferrars of the world, closet Seahawks fan, lives up here. Sorry. Uh, has this huge plan about how some team is gonna just keep rolling over rookie rookie quarterbacks? Uh, Doug, do you know what it took to get in position to draft Jared Goff? We we mortgaged our last two drafts to get to that spot. No one's gonna do that, and unless you're picking guys in the second round and just you know banking that because Shaman Bay is some genius, he's gonna take any piece of crap and turn him to a good quarterback. Kirk Cousins, notwithstanding, I mean, so I don't I don't really think his you know his thing is is it's viable. I mean, sure. It's a great, it's a great pipe dream, but that shit's just not going to happen. So pout all you want. People can hate on all they want. He's a young guy. When this, when this contract ends six years from now, he's still 30 years old. I, who's, is there someone in new England who's playing in his forties? Drew B's. I mean, quarterbacks are playing longer Drew and longer. Drew so. is playing in new England in his forties. What the Dude, hell did I miss? Jesus. The NFL's unpredictable. Got to get on the Google show. That comes fast. People want to complain because they complain. It's the internet. It's 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 you have to have a hot take now. Whatever. At the end of the day, uh, I, I sent something out earlier about this because you've got drama all over the league. You got drama with AB. You got drama with you. You've mentioned earlier something they Joe about OBJ. The biggest drama that happened to the Rams this summer was they signed Jared Goff to a big contract. I'm going to take that. So yeah, I, I'm 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 fine with it. Let's let's go. He's 24. He's got the, the brightest mind and offensive football and the league everyone's hiring his best friends and whatever let's let's roll with it let's go i'm, I'm good with it i am good I had, I had a big issue with the other contract they gave out but not this one think about the quarterbacks they had leading up to jared goff how long were we do i have to why would you make me do that yep talk about either have one or you don't how long was this team yeah. in like qb abyss from from the last snap of mark bulger to the first Time Jared Goff took us. No, I don't. I don't want to go back and look at that list. I tweeted that out earlier this week. It's it's not good. So shocking that the fact that the team finally, you know, who hasn't had a quarterback for ten years, has one and wants to keep him. Shit on them. Yeah. All right. 
Let's move on to the next story, NFL. Folks, if you're hosting a barbecue, do not make people look at the Rams quarterbacks over the last seven years before. Jared Goff, very rude and in poor decorum. Robbo, you mentioned the second contract extension of the week, a big one. Power slide. Good. So, I I do love me some Higgs if uh, you know as as Jared Goff's designated driver, but I don't I don't I don't see I don't see the need to make that investment right now. What are they? Wait, you just did it uh, in the first uh, sentence. And Jared Goff's designated driver, but but not a, not a yeah. literal designated driver. He's his football designated he's driver. Just, he's just dude. Yeah, he's like, I mean, he he arguably was a member of two of the three biggest plays for the Rams last year. The biggest one was maybe the, the field goal that sent them to the Super Bowl, but the two right before that, Jared Goff getting tossed on his on his ass in the in the Superdome, Higgs bails him out with some really tough catches. Here's a question for uh, you. Maybe you get rewarded for that. If you took half of and this is for you, Robbo, if you took a half of Higby's contract and put it on top of Jared Goff's, would you feel fine with both of them? Would I feel fine with them? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'd have to be. I mean, I'm not sure I want to see. I don't know. I want to see Jared Goff sign a 150 million dollar deal. If that Why you're not? talking about that instead of 135, because so I'm getting back to why I have a problem with the contract is they have some other guys they need to keep. Now, mm. with, this this team has not shown the fact mm. that they're willing to keep people who play DB. Uh, Mark Barron was probably the the only guy, and he's a linebacker, but. Uh, we have priority A, and both those guys walked away. Riley McLeod walked away. They haven't really kept DBs, but they got a pretty good one back there who's young, and I'd like to see him stick around for a second contract in John Johnson. You've got you got Cooper Cup coming up. You've got Robert Woods at some point is going to realize he is the most underpaid man in the league and want more money. Um, so if you want to keep this thing going, I don't think you have to give Tyler Higby $35 million because you can get that same production from someone else who you draft in the second or third round next year or whatever go find yourself a journeyman he doesn't he is a journeyman he's just a young he's a young journeyman who's only for one team <laughs> twitter blew up on me today and told me what a great blocker he is he's not how well you know he's an underrated pass catcher he's he's not he's not used um top the other argument i got today was top 10 now isn't that big deal because you got other guys coming up and by the time they send those deals he'll be top 15 it doesn't matter the dollars are still the same it doesn't matter what slot he is the dollars are those, that money could go somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, and that's the that's the whole just narrative of what Joe was talking about, the way you kind of just right. um you right. spin it. I, I have to, I have two thoughts on the Higgs thing, and, and, and one of them I think is more of a broad point of of of, of what they did with the with the golf contract. Just with this offseason, you're going into the final year at the Coliseum and this transition of them when they do this rebranding of the team and they, they announce, okay, here's what our colors are here's where uniforms are here's our new stadium here's what it's called and this whole rebranding that they're planning next season the, there's going to be all this change and all of these announcements and what is nice about what the work that they've done the past couple seasons is that we we know what the team is you know we know that like you know we do know todd, todd curl is our running back jared goss our our quarterback you know, we got it. We got Higby. We got we got Cooks. We got Jake you know, McQuaid's our long snapper. 
Exactly. <laughs> which which one of these guys do not belong in the sentence? We signed Cooks, uh, Gurley, Goff, Aaron Donald, and Tyler Higbee. Which one does not belong you in the sentence? You bastards left up Rob Havenstein. Um, How dare you? But uh, my other point with Tyler Higbee is I think just an interesting thing of me just going in the deep dive of fantasy football and doing three drafts this past weekend and just listening to all the talking heads on the podcast <laughs> talking about fantasy football. And every time they get to the, the tight end position, they always talk about how it's it's really front-loaded and there's, there's three guys that are good that you want to get at the beginning. Otherwise, it takes this huge, you know, just cliff and – they mention all these guys that you're like, you know, they're fine. You can get them or you can get a steal at the end of the draft. You can get Mark Andrews or you can find um, even Jack Doyle or Greg Olson or all these people you can get for like, you know, a dollar again the last round. Never once in a million years did anybody mention anybody on the Rams. It was as if the team does not have a tight end. Now, Jer- Jer- um, Gerald Everett is what everybody talks about, just full of potential and he has glimpses of. Of excellence. And how long does that last? How, how like, long can we keep saying Gerald Everett is full of potential? I I think this is the season. Uh, I, when's his contract? With the contract ends up, well, we signed him for a thirty-five million dollar contract. I think it stops <laughs> being potential. And, and honestly, Higby was like that. I mean, I think last year and the year before, we were talking about him in training camp, and we we're saying, "Oh, he's looking good. Like this is going to be the year where Higby is actually plays like a tight end, is consistently uh, putting up stats or or whatever the hell." And now it kind of feels like I think reading the tea leaves from this extension with Higgs is it doesn't make you feel that confident about Jared Everett having a breakout season. Maybe he doesn't fit in the plans. Maybe both of them fit in the plans. Um, it's a surprise. I mean, I don't think anybody was expecting a, um, a contract extension with Tyler Higby this week. I don't think it was on anybody's sort of. Tyler Higby wasn't was expecting it. <laughs> Dude, it's not April. That April Fool's bra. He actually, yeah, he hasn't even signed it yet. He's he's, he's been passed out in a nacho coma. The fuck? A contract extension? <laughs> Whoa, man. Just a contract. How'd the, how'd the conversation go with his agent when his agent called him? Tyler, give me a call. We need to talk now. Put it, put it on top of the amp. Let me finish this rep. Unskitty bop. Nothing more to say. <laughs> Listen to Joe Satriani. Call me back. <laughs> he has like a Steve Vai tattoo on his ass. You know, it'd be killed. Oh, man. Yes. He's the best. Um, oh, man. Not, not, best is like a character that we could talk about on a podcast. Best isn't a tight end. I don't know. He doesn't even show up on the list yet. So he's oh, getting paid by top, all right, he's well. getting top 10 tight end money. And I don't think anybody outside of the LA Rams knows he exists. So. That's interesting, for, I guess. For all of the kids out there who think he's such a great blocker, I mean, let me throw a little something your way just so you can oh, be annoyed with yeah, Ross. going to get into it. You know who? Do you know who the number one uh, tight end in the league for allowing QB pressures is? Oh, uh, okay. any, any guess? Not Ertz. Uh, it's 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 not Tyler Higby. Uh, he's number three. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. He, he was number three. He was tied for third uh, by giving. I mean, he's. You want to talk about a great blocker? He's not because the backs were the ones who helped him out. I mean, Gurley is a really underrated pass blocker. So is yeah, Malcolm is. Brown, yeah. and those are the guys who who saved Jared Goff's ass. It's it's not Tyler Higby. I'm sorry. Uh, so he, he participates in the run game. 
It's it's not Tyler Higby. Let's do this. I I'm going to summarize my Higby thoughts either from the guitar solo at the intro of When Doves Cry by Prince, or <laughs> the famous uh, the famous uh, what was it the chorus from Hard to Handle by the Black Crows. Hey Anybody? little thing, little logic and Hey little thing, let me latch you the go come on my own start kinda nice around that's my contract extension. I love it. Week one. Carolina Pan here we go. Actual football. It's been a long time since we had to talk about actual meaningful football with starters that matters. But this is it, man. Robbo at the Carolina Panthers of all teams. <laughs> Where do we go? The, the Panthers are favorites at home. This is a rant. Remember last year when we went to Oakland to play that first half, we looked horrible, especially on offense. Jerry Goff Goff was missing easy passes, timing passes to Cooper Cup, easy zone passes. Not a $135 million quarterback in that game. Did not. um, Didn't play in the preseason like he did this year. I'm interested to see if they learn anything from the week one experience uh, vis-a-vis their preseason last year compared to this year. What do you think, man? What 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 should we be prepared uh, for? What should you be prepared for? What should I be? Because I have a wife who is a Panthers fan, so I know what I'm preparing for. I'm, rep- I'm, I'm preparing oh, for... Skinny. Sorry, that's now in my head. Damn it. We've talked about Higgs too much, and now it's... I'm like, preparing for the couch for a week, but that's all right. I can deal. I'll take the win on the couch. <laughs> what, what are you going to do that's going to land you on the couch? Just cheering for the Rams? Is uh, that- well, because I, I, watch, I watch the game with my heart on my sleeves, and, and usually it comes from out my yeah. mouth in the form of curse words. Oh, you say something, don't you? You do. I'm a dick, and so she's got to be. <laughs> she's got to listen to me, and, I'll, and I will try my best. I want to be drinking because I want to make sure I'm a good behavior. But there's gonna be a point in that game where it's close, and something's gonna happen. Aaron Donald's gonna do something, and I'm gonna just laugh when they're limping off the field, and then look over <laughs> at her and go, "Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna be sleeping on the couch." <laughs> I'm expecting really, what do you boys expect out of this game because my experience is going to be completely different there's no couch involved for you guys I want to see what the run game looks like with the Rams because I mean Carolina is their mysterious team because they have a lot of talent they just they got injuries they um, they're a little bit of you just don't know if, if, if they're going to have the chemistry it's all going to the puzzle pieces are going to fit together but their their front seven it's good on defense it's is, good. is 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 yeah. it's pretty legit, and, and I, I I think that just seeing him trot out Todd Gurley against the Panthers' defense is, I mean, who 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 knows what's gonna happen, man? It, it, it's it seems like if, if if I was coming up with this scheme, I'd be like, let's hold <laughs> off on giving Gurley thirty <laughs> touches. I think I'd be like, oh, sling it over to Higgs. You guys make some Higgs. because I don't know. Rather test the DBs with Carolina rather than um, you know try to run it through the middle. But I um, I'm a, I'm a little bit uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be crushed, surprised, or whatever if 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 the Rams lost a heartbreaker in this game, um, or even if if they just if they just got right off the field. Not because I'm hating on the team. I just think it's because they're going in cold and. We got this unknown Todd Gurley situation, and I just kind of feel like the Panthers, they could be great this year. You have Brian Allen and Joe Noteboom who are going to play a big part How wild in is that, man? as well. Joey, Joey brought like up the run game. We've got Joseph Noteboom, Brian Allen, and Austin Blythe as our interior offensive lineman open up the run game mm-hmm. against Carolina to start the season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's uh, 
that's that's the narrative. I mean, instead of Higgs contract, I mean, talk about that. That's the uh, that's what's really going to matter. It's going to. Do you know who those guys are going against? Gerald McCoy, Dontrell Short, There's some big boys who are pretty good at the <laughs> that's three re- ball. That's really good. That's <laughs> yeah, pretty good. And then behind yeah, them, the behind them are Shaq Thompson and Luke Kuechly, who are also yes. pretty good at the foosball. Yeah, it should be. It'll be a good test, right, to see what these guys, what Aaron Crumber has done with, the, with these these young guys in the middle. And what, start off with some some beef. Oh, and then but, but then switch it. I mean, throw it, just fling it. Look on the other side, though. Two it's step like drop and shotgun. Our our biggest issue is run defense, right? Yeah, we're, we're worried about run defense or stopping. Uh, you know, running backs that can catch the ball. Well, it's like, holy shit, right? It's like, you're also being given probably the biggest challenge. Hmm. And we have like the number one fantasy running back in the league is starting for the Panthers. And we have Bryce Hager starting an inside <laughs> linebacker. Yeah. Is, is he? But it, it, how many how many snaps is he? This is the interesting thing. Like I know we talk about the intrigue on the on the offensive line, but we know what that's going to look like. I have no idea what this defense is going to look. Like. How many snaps is Bryce? Who's going to play more snaps, Bryce Hager or Taylor Rapp? That was part of my. So Bate does his his uh, prediction thing, right? Does that mean he's going to play five snaps and Hager's going to play three? Because I I don't know. I have no idea what this is going to be. Spoiler alert for my prediction thing that's going to drop tomorrow. Uh, I put something about you know the Rams trail at halftime. They're getting run all over the place. They they go dime. They get Hager off the field. They go with Taylor Rapp. He comes to be, he becomes a superstar in that game because he he they. He shuts things down, and they ended up winning the game late because Taylor Rapp, my Washington Husky, came in and, and picked him up in the second half. Uh, does anyone trust? Did you did, did you guys hear? Did you hear Wade today talking about Bryce Hager? Well, you know, he started a couple of games for us. Yeah. He started. He started. He's, he's not new. He's a good special teamer. Ooh. Let me do a quick one, Joey, before you go in. Who has more snaps, Taylor Rapp, Bryce Hager, or Greg Gaines? Taylor Rapp. Taylor Rapp. Oh, nice. I think- Nice. But you guys are in agreement. I, but still, I think he's still going to play safety, though. Is, is that I, I think when, when it really comes down to um, Weddles off the field. Yeah, I, well, I think I think in run situations, I mean, I'm I'm curious to see if they if they move Clay Matthews to line up next to Littleton. In, in who, who has more yeah. snaps, Weddle or Matthews? Matthews. Matthews. I oh, think Matthews is going to play a bigger role. You guys role don't know how this works. About... You're, supposed to agree. You're supposed to disagree with each other and then yell at each other. That's how this format works. You man. suck, Joey. It's no, going to be wet because, uh, <laughs> You know what? We're just we're just like Higgs and Goff over here, man. Where, we're just where, having where? a good time, man. Throwing off our back <laughs> foot. foot don't hurt our buzz, buzz, bro. Dude, what was the yeah, best man. fighting game of the early 90s? Mortal Kombat. I'm going to go straight fighter I mean, you could play Blanca with his rolling attack, but Guile's double sweep was unblockable. I don't know, man. Like Mortal Kombat, Johnny Kang? Come on, man. If you don't play at Sub-Zero, bro, I mean, are you really even playing Mortal Kombat? I mean, Scorpion was really literal. Get over here. Come on. Higgs, Higgs has his mentor in Scorpion. Do you do you mess with Raiden and the power of yeah. lightning? So um, we're talking about the Panthers game, right? <laughs> yep. Are we? <laughs> Is Todd Gurley going to get more than fifteen touches in the Rams Panthers game this week? I don't know. Yes. I'll tell. You, I'll tell you what doesn't matter. Is he going to be? 
What will Todd Gurley do more? Touch the football or be on a stationary bike? Do, on the do, why would he be on a stationary bike? What, what's, what's your more important I'm question? getting the knee warm. I don't know. Nah. Now, here's my more important question is how little does it matter that Sean McVay says that he's not on a pitch count? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have no idea if he'll get 15 touches or not. I know it doesn't matter what Sean McVay says anymore. I, I still think it's interesting the way he used Gurley at the end of the season last year because I still yeah. don't know what he was thinking. And I think we <laughs> – What a great – I have no idea what he was thinking. I think he was thinking, I have a running back who can't walk, and then CJ. Yeah, know. but a lot of times people go, oh, he had a broken ankle, or oh, <laughs> yeah. he had this, or oh, you know, it's like usually time allows you to to kind of put the, the puzzle pieces together and find out what exactly was going on in the season of football. And I, and I still feel like we don't know what really was going on with Gurley. And when he, when he dropped that right. pass so- in the. In the same game. If if only Sean McVay and Todd Gurley had been offered a microphone to speak into, mm-hmm. where they could have clarified the what it was they were going there. Will both Malcolm and Henderson be active on game day? I don't know, man. <sighs> will Will both those guys I'll be yes. active? I'll go yes. I think Henderson offers more from the running game immediately, but Brown's really significant in special teams. Right. Right. Who, give me here's a good one. Give me a surprise name for oh. your seven man inactive. Well, you know what I want. I want to say John Kelly, but uh... <laughs> Ooh. no. Would that no. be a surprise, though? Uh, do, now, do we have to yell it? <laughs> do we go from whisper? John, oh, my God. And, and, and and just in case, he... would would Troy Reader be a surprise? No, no he would not. Not on the end. No, right? I think I. Uh, Trez Patrick. Ugh. No, I mean no. I mean, those are the guys we expect, right? Uh, how about a surprise? Uh, Samson Ebicom. There we go. Okay, what, what about, what about Michael well Thomas? Would, would Obo's going to step a up and take a surprise. I don't special team route. Oh, yeah. Special team. I don't know. I mean, the wide receivers. The wide receivers was such a weird state where we had four wide receivers that we knew were going to be on the fifty-three man, and they didn't play the whole preseason. Yeah. So all the wide receivers that we were trying out were guys that have no chance to play unless things go really, really, really what, wrong. What about Simba Webster? He he would be a surprise inactive that I could kind of see him being inactive. No, I don't think so. Seventh wide receiver. Who's our who's our kick returners this year? Is it going to be JoJo Natson and Simba Webster think, or, or or Michael Thomas? I yes. but I I think, think so? JoJo Natson is going to be. That means one of them has to be. Yeah, that means one of them has to be active, right? right? Alongside JoJo Natson, a hat and a hat. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have one guy sit out. I think it's whoever gets hot. Yeah. You know, like I think if if JoJo Natson, I think if JoJo Natson struggles. I think they'll put one of those other two guys in. Michael Thomas has already kind of struggled a little bit with special teams, but yeah. uh, Webster kind of has more of a clean slate. So I think once he gets an opportunity, I think it's either, you know, if it's not great, he's done. I think he's going to short leash, but I think they're going to give him a chance to, to shine. Who knows? But if in an emergency, okay, we have both Mike Thomas and Simba Webster inactive. Go go catch these things. And, okay, you know, let's, let's stop at the you show trust real quick and just it. and just pump the That's brakes all, for a man. moment and cue up the George Michael hit and just give the mic to Robbo for a second because uh, I just need to check in with you, buddy. How pumped are you for seeing Cooper <sighs> Cup in a Rams uniform playing a regular season game? Let us into your brain. What do, what do, what do, what do... No lie, no lie. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna get verklempt. I'm gonna get emotional. I'm gonna choke up watching them on the like, they're gonna show them on the sideline warming up and 
and he's going to line up for that first time and they're you know going to fake the, the jet sweep to him and hit him come out to the flat and he's going to turn it up and put a little six yard gain and I'm going to get all I'm going to get the warm fuzzies and I'm going to have the cup I'm getting them right now. I'm not going to go with the Peters. I'm not going to go with the You said six yard gain. Cooper. I mean, he's so he's so clutch. But the thing is, the reports are that he's better than he was. He's the six million dollar man. We can rebuild him. He'll be better. <laughs> you hear that bionic noise. Gentlemen, we can rebuild him. We have the technology. Uh, it's it's just going to be, you know what? We've heard about this a lot through the offseason. You know, we had Cooper Cup. We won the Super Bowl. Eh, I'm not sure he plays offensive line, so maybe not. But still, yes, he does make them better. And there was, I think Doug Ferrar was the guy who pointed out, you know, how, how Goff was better with Cup in the lineup. Because everyone's better with Cup in the lineup. Sean McVay calls better plays when Cup's in the lineup. Jake McCade snaps better your when local, Cup's in the lineup. Everyone's local Starbucks baristas are better with Cooper Cup in the lineup. <laughs> Right, my couch is going. My couch next week will be better with Cooper Cup in the lap. It's all going to be good. So, yeah, I, I think all of Rams fans are going to be looking forward to seeing eighteen out there on the field, being being the guy he is. Joey Robbo's obviously excited about Cooper Cup. Give me one guy that you're excited about. I'm. I'm probably. I think the most excited besides you know, besides Goff. That's just. That's just my brand. You can do it, Johnny Munt. Johnny Munt, you're Munt. just head over heels. Uh, honestly, it's, it's Todd Gurley. I, I, I'm, I'm really excited okay. to, to just, yeah. just see them, them do their first couple series, and to see Todd Gurley, whatever's going to happen with them. It's, I think it's, I think it's this mystery that I have no idea w- what the script's going to be. So my curiosity is off the fucking charts. Joe is definitely going Nope Boom or Allen. Nope. Nope, I'm going the opposite of Joey's. I'm going with, oh, uh, we got some, we got some players, we got some play Michaels, Daryl Henderson, man, Hendo, Daryl Henderson. I, I have no idea when he's gonna play, how much he's gonna play, what they're gonna do with him. I have zero clue what this dude is doing on this team for week one. And I'm here for it. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally excited. Okay. McVeigh gets a piece that he gets. He he tried to sign Lance Dunbar. Dunbar didn't make it. Got hurt. Uh, wasn't yeah. able to make the team. He's got a legit weapon to spell Todd Gurley with. I have no idea what he's going to do with him, and I'm here for it. Uh, totally excited. Go back and watch Mr. Thompson tape. Right? Is that what he has yeah. to do with Love the it. same thing? Um, college football. It was a funky week one. Did you guys watch week one? I watched I watched my my boy um her you know, her bear play. What a I, great game! That was a great it, game. It, you know it was it was um it was a great game and I and I'm glad I watched it. And I still think that Oregon has a good team. Um, I I think the big narrative a- after the game was was all about the uh, skepticism with the play calling, and that you know maybe that was that and was the miss throw at the end of the game. Well, you know, we don't we don't need to talk about that that much. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to be a dick about it. <laughs> Reminds me of my uh, real quick my favorite line of of uh, Half Baked, which is one of my favorite movies with Dave Chappelle. Is at the beginning he says uh, he's doing voiceover and it's him like kind of cleaning up a lab and he's like, "I'm a custodial engineer or a janitor." If you want to be a dick about it, Abba Zabba, you my only friend. <laughs> yep, you get it. You know what's up. Yes, Cuban B. <laughs> Is there a good game on schedule this week? 
What? Yes, there's Ooh. two. Is there like a legit, like a legit good game? And don't give me. Tell them to don't give me Clemson A and M because that's nope. not going to be good. What? Clemson A and M um, last year was one of the greatest games of the year. It's not going to be good. What? Okay. Not gonna, right. But, but what's, I think what's I think the highlight. I think the I'm about to rip game. my pants Georgia off and walk out of my homestead. That is slander. With your, with, your, with your socks still on, though, right, Joe? Your socks will still be on. Socks and shoes intact <laughs> at all times. Got it. Got it. Just want to make sure. <laughs> good one, Joey. How crazy you're getting. Um, Washington love... State, Northern Colorado. No, no, nope. Northern Colorado. It's um. Can, can, can I have this for a second? Go, Joe, I, I want to sell Robbo on watching LSU versus Texas. How hard is that's the easiest no. sale of all time, Robbo? Come on. No. I think I think beyond even the way they play, I think just watching those two teams play because it's gonna be it's gonna be in Texas. And the the crowd and just the whole the whole scene of a Texas Longhorns game is just bananas. And I just think these, these two teams, um I mean the LSU is, is ranked sixth and Texas is ranked ninth, Robbo. And uh I don't know, man. Joe I Barrow think, uh, and Justin Don't win it, Rob. He's on the th- mint. Let him finish. <laughs> well, I I, th- I think it could really just decide how um you know how the teams go because I think if I think if if, if the if the team that wins, I think you have to take them seriously as a team that goes in there. Is the hot take of the day. Would you rather watch the game or would you rather watch the footage of the fans before and after the, game? the latter? Do I have to pick one? LSU and Texas. <laughs> Good lord. Perfect. Robbo, you might be able to back me up on this. I don't know if you like hot dogs. And it kind of depends on what kind of kid you were, but do you like Armor hot dogs? Have you, have you, ever, have you ever had hot dogs? Armor hot dogs. What kind of kids eat Armor hot dogs? Fat kids, skinny kids, kids who climb on rocks. Tough kids, sissy kids, even kids with chicken pox like hot dogs. Armor hot dogs. The dogs, kids... Love to buy. That's a reference from 1950s television for all the kids <laughs> who are listening. Welcome to Tersh Show Radio, Chirin. <laughs>